All right, all right. What's going on, everybody? The green room sessions are a go. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you my good friend, Taylor. And this is Taylor's Take on Bronson Coats and Company, brought to you by Anchor. Listen on Anchor and Spotify. Taylor, tell them about yourself a little bit. Hey, I appreciate you for having me today. Shout out Bronson Coats and Company. I always appreciate the time. Thank you. Welcome. My name is Taylor. You are here for the first ever episode of Taylor's Take. I'm looking forward to get started. So what do you have for me today? Well, I'm glad you asked. So... I tend to see a lot of people, right? Um, a lot of people that I either personally know or I don't personally know, regardless of the fact, I tend to see a lot of people that complain about their jobs that they have. But then when you look up their occupation, I mean, just in my opinion, they're kind of like in these entry level positions. So my first take to you is it's only an entry level job. What did you expect? What's your take on that? Well, you know, a lot of it kind of talks for itself. You know, when you say it's only an entry-level job, what did you expect? The truth to the matter is, what did you expect? I mean, everybody wakes up in the morning. You know, I don't think it, a whole lot of people uh, say, gosh darn it, I want to get up early today and <laughs> go to work. But, you know, a lot of people, that's a reality for everybody. You know, you get up, you do what you have to do to support your family, support yourself. Um and, you know, to be able to have things that you, uh, that you enjoy, you care about, et cetera. So, um, when it comes down to it, entry level jobs aren't for the forever. They're not for the long term. Most of which are associated with what's known as, you know, minimum wage, um, which is often, you know, lower pay scale. Um, it's, it's just kind of how it is. It, you know, it doesn't, mean it's any less of a position it doesn't look down on anybody that's in those positions by any means because oftentimes you look at it these are some of the hardest jobs out there most of which are very laborsome jobs very effortful jobs you know i mean you look at people you know earning minimum wage a lot of time are you know at mcdonald's or fast food chains for example um that's a rough rough outlet you know to deal with a lot of time people is oftentimes <laughs> the worst part of it um you know a lot of people enjoy the company and you know interaction with other people but there's some people out there that simply do not you know and so every job kind of has uh you know it's ups and downs for different things um it's kind of a, a shame to me sometimes when i hear people complain about their jobs that are working these entry-level jobs because i mean what are you doing to make things different you know, everybody can complain. I got plenty of things that I can complain about, but I don't just simply because, you know, it's really not worth my time. Um, in today's world with the technology we have, I find it very hard and very difficult to think that, you know, you can't almost just go out and do what you want to do or get on track to do what you want to do. A lot of these entry level jobs are simply to create skills or a skill set of some kind, um, be it just interpersonal interactions, you know, 
some people aren't the greatest at math, but they get behind a register and they get okay, <laughs> working so, with numbers. You so, know, so okay, hold on. I don't. I don't mean to cut you off. Okay, so when you hear, so when you personally hear, right, of people complaining about uh, these jobs, saying that like these jobs need to give them a livable wage. Um. That's my next question, right? But like, let me tell you how I feel about that. Like, just, just, just for the sake of just saying it. Um, personally, man, this is going to sound cruel and crazy, but it is what it is. But, uh, I just feel like jobs like that don't have to do anything they don't want to do. Sure. Personally, I mean, now, do I agree? With how they treat some of their workers? No, of course not. Of course I have empathy and, and, and I feel bad, you know, at the fact that, that some of these people struggle just to pay their everyday bills and they might live in a tiny little studio apartment and Absolutely. they're still struggling. I, I, I get that. I understand sure. that. I'm not, I'm not, you know, <clears throat> but at the same time though, it's at the same time, it's almost like why, like, I, I wonder what triggers in a person's brain, right, to make them think that the job they work at owes them anything or has to or has to or has to meet that person's like that worker's standards, so sure. to speak. So what's your take on that? Sure. I think it's a it's a big time give and take relationship. I think a lot of the time I don't know if uh a lot of people actually read it, but if you look at all the paperwork that you sign when you get a new job, um, it, a lot of the time tells you you are an at-will employee, meaning they can terminate you at any time they feel. Um, it, the door kind of swings both ways there. <laughs> um, at any point, you are able to get up off of your sorry ass and head on out the door if you don't like the way things are going or if you feel that you know it's not meeting your standards by any means, whether that's financially or just spiritually for that matter um the the so then so then so then you so then you say that you are against people pretty much downgrading and talking trash about jobs that literally kind of don't have to don't have to pay you livable ways just because they don't offer a position to you that requires that or a position that you know you know i uh my take on it is a little bit different, I think, than most. I would like to look at it as, um, you know, a, a lot of businesses set these wages in, in motion and, and put these out there based on what they think it's worth and what kind of the market thinks it's worth. Um, I don't think you can go from two fast food chains and see much difference in pay scale, no matter what state you're living in or I would like to think what country you're living in. Um, so everything's kind of... <sighs> It, it, it's balanced out, I, I suppose, is would would be how I looked at it the most. I uh, I mean, I think realistically, we would it would be nicer to take a look at you know the current economy and how things are looking, et cetera. And sure, people may be able to be paid more, but you got to think a lot of these jobs also, when it comes to entry level positions, they're like you know just one of those revolving doors. Oftentimes, you know, we're looking at when you come with the word entry level position, there's a stigma attached to that. And it's not just, you know, perhaps people not thinking that they make a living wage or, you know, because it is oftentimes a, 
you know, minimum wage job. But you got to think also, there's a lot of people, I don't know, I, it didn't matter if I was making minimum wage, because I remember when I made minimum wage, I remember exactly how much it was. And it's been a long time since I did that. But by golly, I will never forget it. You know, some of those memories I have were really great ones anyway. So I, uh, I always made sure, you know, that I, I always worked hard. You know, that's something my father taught me and my mother taught me that, you know, you wake up every day, you go to work, you work hard, you give it your best, you know, and that's kind of a way you stand out from others. That's how you move up. That's how you find success. Um, so you have a lot of these entry level positions where there's people that just simply don't care. They're there because somebody told them to get a job or they have to move out, you know, or they're just there to pass the time because they have to do this or it looks good or they get to be there with their friend, you know, and not everybody puts in the effort as well. So the stigma is definitely real with these jobs. Um, but as far as living wage goes, I mean, what's living wage? Who is, who is, whose opinion is that? You know, who deems that to be what it is? Ding, 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 ding. See, that's where I'm coming from. What is your definition of living wage? Well, I guess my, my definition of living wage would be, okay. My personal definition would be, um, Well, got stumped there because honestly, like <laughs> I don't really have a definition for it. <laughs> hey, hey, just to keep it I real, like it. I would sound stupid. I would sound stupid if I tried to explain some bullshit. I sure. actually don't have a definition. I don't have a definition for a living wage, but I do because have a definition. But I do have a definition for the fact that like if you feel like where you're at isn't good enough, then strive and do better. Sure. That's that's where that's that's the philosophy where I come from. But not a lot of people have ambition and thought like that. Um, unfortunately, well, entry know. level positions don't necessarily aren't or aren't necessarily dead ends. They're uh, supposed to be a stepping stone. That's the whole thought. Process See, that's what I thought. The whole basis behind it. That's how it simply works on every scale you would put it on see you know, that's I don't what i thought but you then you have any other way but then you have like 22 to like 35 year olds right sure still working still working in the uh they're still working in like the fast food industry they're still like pizza delivery drivers they still stock shelves at places like kroger meyer like come on man sure. and then and then those and then those are the main people in the demographic that are complaining that like the job that they're at isn't paying them a livable wage due to their personal opinion and their standard, right? Yeah, they got no ambitions as a rider, right? So you know, <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then, yeah. So you see what right. I'm saying? So then it makes me think, denying it. right? So then it makes me think like, so then, so then on to the second section of of this whole thing right which is like why don't people start taking accountability because in actuality there are greater opportunities out there you just have to go get it so like why don't you think why don't you think what's your take on that why don't you think people take accountability for their own actions in their own life and they blame it on other people and things what's your take simple um Everybody likes to point the finger. Nobody likes to take the blame. I mean, I don't think anybody likes to take uh, criticism necessarily. Some of us like to say we do. Um, and to an extent, we use it to grow and develop. Um, 
become better at, you know, our trade, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, I mean, nobody likes to look like the bad guy, you know, and I think a lot of it is um, just kind of society in general. I think it's how we're raised. It's how we're, we conduct ourselves day to day. People just don't simply like drawing attention um, to themselves. And it's really sad because, you know, at the end of the day, who else is going to change it for you? Um, you know, people can help you along the way, but nobody can do anything for anybody, uh, when it comes to decisions like that. And, you know, simply waking up in the morning and going to work or whatever it is you seem to do that, you know, progresses you in any way, shape or form. Yeah, I, I have to, I have to agree with you. Uh, let me play devil's advocate though. Hold on. Let me play devil's advocate just for a second. Let's just, let's just see what Taylor's take is on this, right? <clears throat> so let's say I'm from Chicago, right? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, man. So let's say I'm from Chicago, right? I grew up, I grew up, I grew up, of course, black. Let's keep it simple, right? So I'm, I'm from a black family. I'm from a black family. I was raised, I was, I was raised. Yeah, I know, right? I was raised with a single mother. Okay. Okay. So, so I got no daddy around, right? So I fit that statistic too. Let's just throw that in the mix. Okay. Realistic for many. All right. So. Let's say that my whole life, all I've ever known, right? All I've ever known is what has been bestowed upon me due to my community, right? Sure. Okay. So then what is Taylor's take on people like that, that possibly were raised a certain way and don't know any better and still complain that life isn't good enough due to their job, due to their job. So, so what's your, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that everybody is largely a product of their environment. Um, I think it's only human nature to adapt. And part of adaptation is fitting in. Um, it's just part of our culture. It's part of our day to day. I think that's a, a huge, huge part of it. So when you look at, you know, somebody in that situation, I could, I could definitely understand. I mean, I don't think the the thing that people are missing out on is they, they look at this scenario and they look at somebody judging or they look at somebody with an alternative view as lacking empathy. And, and that's really not the case. And that's really a shame. And that's something we see so, you know, abundantly today Anytime you turn on the news, I mean, I feel like it's the same story, you know, and somebody's being vilified for some opinion they had. And it's kind of funny because last I checked, we all have them and we all share them regularly. And it's almost as if the uh, <laughs> the people that uh, hate everybody else's opinion so much are the loudest to speak. It's funny how that works. But, you know, I can I can understand. I can put myself in somebody's shoes, to so to speak. You know, I can't say I can live their life or you know, that I understand exactly where they're coming from, but I can try to do my best. And as a human being, you know, you understand.
Yeah, I see exactly what you're saying. Like you can understand, you can understand, but it's, but like, see, I, I personally, I just start to put my foot down <clears throat> with a lot of instances because you, you usually tend to, uh, you usually tend to hear people cry wolf a lot. Okay. Oh, and then, it, and then it actually, and then it actually ruins it. See, here's what, here's what's, uh, here's what's messed up is, um, it actually ruins it for the actual said individuals that could potentially use it and need it louder for the notice ones what in i the said back. there though notice what i said there though louder for the ones notice in the what back. i said there though like you feel what i'm saying i didn't mm-hmm. hold on why well, i'm gonna say it one more again i'm gonna say it one more again just Reverse. so everyone can just so everyone can know where Reverse. i'm coming from because I don't feel like there ain't no excuse for nobody. Okay, so the people that are out here abusing and using it, right, are actually ruining it for the people that may need it, but don't really need it either, for real, for real. Because like you are I just believe you are in charge of your own destiny. Absolutely. And if you feel and if you feel and here's my thing is if you feel like panhandling on a on a on a on a highway exit is your scapegoat and you feel like that's how you plan to live I'm not going to say the rest of your life but if that's how you plan to live this section of your life in then then you can't get mad at me when I look you dead in your eye and I roll my window up and refuse to give you anything either you have to respect you have to respect because I respect where you're coming from. You have to respect where I'm coming from too, though, which is like, bro, you work, hey, work hard to get the things you want. Don't be out here begging and showing signs of weakness. Sure. There, there's no, there's no excuse. Um, and then, and then that's, that's, that's overall before we wrap this up. That is the, that is the third and overall thing that i just want to touch base on uh for your sake and my sake uh mr taylor uh just to let people know that like under no circumstance do me and taylor at any given point in time wish any kind of ill will against individuals we don't care how quote unquote underprivileged you think you live or quote unquote overprivileged that you think that you live we don't wish ill will upon any person any race any diversity any kind of anything any kind of sexuality it doesn't matter to us that's not what we're that's not what we're here to do so that's why i took it upon myself and taylor's going to back me up on this is uh we just want to tell you all that if you find if you're young, especially a man here in America, we don't care what race you are. Listen, if you're young and you're trying to find your way, don't give up hope and believe in yourself. All right. There's 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 good to come out of your situation. I have took it upon myself. Like I said, Taylor's going to back me up. I have taken upon myself to look up six different occupations. OK, and we're going to sit here and we're going to compare them in three different categories okay that's exactly what we're going to do and then taylor is going to just tell me in his very most unbiased opinion at all i'm not paying him this i'm not paying him to to give an answer 
yeah, he's, I'm nope. not. No money for I me. Pro, I, I swear. <laughs> I swear on everything, right? Okay, so. Shoot, if I knew you was paying people, man, we'd have, we'd have talked about that. Oh, I'd have been conned you a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Checks in the mail, brother. Checks all in the mail. dog, all day, right? <laughs> right. Okay, so, um, this is the age range of 21 to 35 males in America. Okay, here we go. You can work annually at a fast food place, right? And you can make, we're talking annually, okay, $16,122. That's not specified if it's before taxes or after taxes, but regardless, $16,122, right? Does that sound good to you, Taylor? This is, is this median income? Is that what this is, the average? Um, I actually, on purpose, I did not include that in this at all. Cause, the, cause Fair that's enough. not what I'm trying to reach. Okay. Yeah. You see Fair what enough. I'm saying? Yeah. See, see, I threw a little curveball. I threw yes, a little knuckleball did. up in there. <laughs> yes, she did. I threw a little knuckleball in there, dog. Yeah. So does that sound good to you though? I mean, let's say you have nothing, right? Let's say you sure. have nothing. $16,122, right? Fantastic. You can work at a fast food joint. You have nothing. Fantastic. Fantastic, right? Why That's what I'm not? talking about. I think it's great. I don't know anybody out there that doesn't want another $16,000. I mean, yeah. You see what I'm saying? You see That's what my, I'm saying? That's my thought. But, but hold on. <clears throat> Let me switch it over real quick. <laughs> Here's where it gets interesting, right? So you could work at a fast food joint. Um, absolutely hate it. Never be able to make your own schedule. Uh, be miserable. You could complain about how much they're not paying you and then the hours that you work, da 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 da, right? We all know this, right? Sure. Or check this out, man. You could become a plumber. Now, you get this trade and you get this skill, ladies and gentlemen. I stress to you, ladies and gentlemen, this is something that can't be taken away from you for the rest of your life. Once you are certified and you earn your stripes and this said thing, th- that's it. Can't nobody take that from you. I'm I'm not even joking. This is the this is the one and this is the one thing you can do or one of the things you can do to where if you play your cards right, you are not in debt. And the state pays for it all. So you could be a plumber, right? And uh oh, this is just this is crazy. So you can either, as a as a, just a standard plumber here in the state of Ohio, you can you can make on the low end forty three thousand dollars or seventy three thousand dollars in between there, right? Okay, so let's take so let's take sixteen thousand one hundred twenty two dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> Quick math tells you that's about four times the amount, people. Okay, so look, granted. Taylor, quite, you, ha- you might have still, to play around. Uh, Granite Taylor, you might have to play around in sewage and, and nasty shit. And, I mean, it's a plumber, right? Sure. All right. But hey, check this out. You get gone. to make. But check this out. You get to make your own hours. You get to set your own rates. You're your own boss. So out of so out of being the fast food worker or the plumber, 
for real, which one would you take? Knowing um, knowing what's on the table. Oh, I'm getting dirty. I'm getting dirty. I mean, you know, if this goes back to all the people that are, you know, a plumber is still an entry-level job. Now, I'm not saying it's entry-level by any means as far as the education and all the knowledge that you have to attain to earn that position, but you can start off as an apprentice to a lot of different jobs and different trades, and that's a wonderful way to easily work up and you start out at a much better wage which would be more toward the living wage that people are uh, often complaining about but see you said the key word though you said the key word you might have to you said that you said the key thing you said you might have to take some courses and gain some knowledge but in the long run it'll benefit you more that's exactly what you said or what i interpreted out of that absolutely and that's and but that's the but that's the point what skills or whatever are you going to learn working in a drive-through window right taking people's orders like what besides besides like i guess uh like customer service skills or communication sure right like e- equal like, effort but, equal pay though yeah but communication communication didn't help build america right so no. like <laughs> I know right? a lot of people like, that are not very good at communicating still to this right. day and it's 2021. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you almost have to think, okay, you almost have to think like, okay, um, what do you want your legacy to amount to? You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know about you, but uh, plumbing, electrician, and carpenter, right? That's every house that you pass every single day and every single like everywhere. It's it, you name me a place, name me one place, name me one place in America where those three things aren't a factor. Go ahead. I'll wait. You're going to be waiting a while. <laughs> so, I mean, people, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I'm just saying those three things, plumber, electrician, carpenter, is enough to all right so hold on let's keep this going a pizza driver right sure annual sal- annual salary you're making $22,483 once again it doesn't specify if that's before or after taxes but doesn't regardless matter. but regardless $22,483 right that sounds terrible so your so your monthly pay your monthly pay is about $1,900 that sounds terrible that's not – I mean, well, it, it doesn't sound that bad if you just have to pay for a studio apartment that's like, you know, $450 a month or, or you know, and if you're comfortable with living like that. Well, sure. To me, that's not – let's say you have nothing, Pizza right? delivery driver, you're not – I mean, these people have to pay for gas. They have to pay for oil changes. They have to pay for tires. They have to pay for maintenance. There's a lot more that goes into the job pizza delivery driver than it does standing at the window at McDonald's. Ha, see, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing, right? And to me, that does not equate. Exactly. Exactly. The, the wear and tear alone takes the lifespan off my vehicle. Exactly. I, I so, sold so vehicles the, for a living. <laughs> they ex- they diminish in value at least half over the first the three moment years. You dri- the moment you drive so, it off the lot, the moment you drive it off the lot, it's done. It's Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's it doesn't the, exactly work that way, but the the – analogy is perfect for what it is because yeah yeah, you know a month later it ain't worth shit 
you know, hey, compared to what thank you got. You. Thank you. At least what? we can. You're at least we can taxes meet. Back. At least we can meet on that ground. That like that like that's that's essentially Ooh. what it is. That's essentially oh, yeah. what it is. Absolutely. So t- to me, being a pizza delivery driver, right? You're you're almost making less than you would be working somewhere sure. like McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's or Popeyes or or you see what I'm saying? Just because you have to you you have those extra expenses. It's almost you know what I'm saying? Or you could just scratch all that and you could become an electrician, ladies and gentlemen. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> um you could be you part can. of the union. It's very you easy. Be, you could be part of the union as an electrician and on the low end you're making forty eight thousand dollars. You could be a master electrician on the high end. You're making $86,000. And these are people working normal day jobs. These are the people making the world go round that most people exist in. That's right. That nobody thinks about. But when you look up in the middle of Kroger's, when you're walking through getting your groceries, take a look at the ceiling. Bro, right. Somebody did that. Somebody Somebody built that. Somebody did that. Yes. Somebody built that. Somebody made all that wiring go through there, made it possible to have light in that particular part of the store. So therefore, you could look down the aisle and pick the items that you want with clear visibility. Unless you have some kind of disability to where you're goddamn losing your fucking eyesight and shit. They ain't got Braille yet. They ain't got Braille yet, but I guarantee it's around the corner. It's around the corner. You could shop Braille. Come into a store near Gary- you. Guarantee, guarantee it, guarantee it, and then check this out. You know how much? Do you know how much, ladies and gentlemen, that a stalker at Kroger in Ohio? Okay, I looked this up. I'm looking at it. You can Google this. You can Google this. This is no BS. So, a Kroger at Kroger, a stalker makes approximately ten dollars. And 60 cents an hour, okay, which is 20% below the national average, y'all. Let me repeat that one more time just so you can absorb that and, like, understand exactly where I'm coming from. So then next time you want to sit back and say, oh, I work at Kroger and – they don't pay me enough and that okay first of all get through your mind they don't have to do jack shit that they don't want to do cuz they're Kroger the was dangerous because when you took because it. because because they are K Roger okay they are K oh, Roger yeah. and you are just you right i'm gonna say this one more time average Kroger stalker hourly pay in ohio okay is approximately oh, $10.60 an hour, which is 20% below the national average. Bruh. So I suggest to everyone that may or may not work this job, walk out with your pride and dignity 
now because you are better than that. You are better than that. You amount better than that. Stop making excuses. Stop thinking that people owe you something. Get out here and make it your own. You could be a carpenter. Listen, you could be a carpenter and build Kroger's, right? All around you. Low end, we're talking $42,000 a year. On the high end, $73,000 just for a standard carpenter in the state of Ohio. $73,000? Are we serious? Hold on. Let me click on this. Let me I'm going to just click on this link just to just to see what's up. Look at this. This is a this is Ohio. This is Ohio trade school ish type thing whatever right okay <laughs> hold on <clears throat> hold on so what i'm reading in this get out of here so this place right here hold on hold on and they make you part of the union so this is even better mm-hmm. not only do they pay for you so ladies and gentlemen listen up listen up so you ain't got no excuses but none of this uh none of this bullshit about oh I wish my life could be better. Look, I'm I'm giving you the keys to the Lamborghini up in this bitch. Look, <laughs> look, look, look. Uh, in your course, in your classes. Okay, so for a union carpenter, off the rip, you're making fifty eight thousand dollars a year, man. Off the rip, that's your first year. That is that is. Listen, guys, that's year one. That's year one. You can't you could take you could take damn near two of these entry level low grade jobs, right? And equivalent the whole salary of one of these trades. So the choice is yours, man. The choice is yours. That's what I say. Get up and do something. Get up and do something. Everybody got choices. Everybody got choices. Everybody got voices. That's right, baby. But where do you? But where do you stand? Where do where I do stand? you stand? Common sense tells you, man. If you're if you're trying to get the bread, why don't you go find it? It's always there. You have the opportunity. You have the tools. You know. Nowadays, there's not many excuses that you can have. If you don't have a ride, find a ride. Get a ride. Start walking. You know, somebody out there has done it, somebody's done it worse, and somebody's got it worse than you oftentimes. Quit making excuses, get out there and get it, and let's see what happens. Never stop grinding, right? Never ever, baby. Never ever. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This has been great. Like, <laughs> hey, this is the first take. Green room sessions. Number one. Never forget Bronson it. Coats and Company. Bronson Coats and Company brings you Taylor's takes. Huge shout Taylor, out. is there Much anything else you want to say? Man, anything I else you want to say time. to the want to want to let people know where to find you? I appreciate the opportunity. You guys can always look me up. I'll always hopefully you'll have me back. We'll do a number two. That'd be great. Um, if you guys want to uh, send in any topics, you ever got any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R dot Hutzel, H-U-T-Z-E-L, the number one at gmail.com. I'd be happy to hear from you. We want some ideas, some things to touch on. If you got some concerns, some questions, some comments, we'd love to hear them. Share them as much as you got. Other than that, I appreciate your time. 
thank you for having me. Um, hopefully we do it again soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and best believe, best believe, y'all, there's going to be more than one Taylor Takes. Why? Why not? Why not? It has to happen. It needs to happen. The people this is the new age. It. Yeah, people have been asking for this. This is the new age. This is the new wave. We're bringing it to you. Broadcasting to you live from the D-O-M-E. This is Bronson Coates and Company. Peace.